Welcome to the Coffee Chat. Today, I'm interviewing Lauren Bonheim of Lauren on Location. Lauren is a certified life coach. She's been an expat for over six years living in South America and Europe, and she helps women push past fear and go abroad to design a life filled with passion and purpose. Her mission is to be true to herself and fall unconditionally in love with her life while helping others to do the same, and you can definitely get a sense for that passion during our conversation today. I met Lauren over eight years ago now. We were summer interns together at Seventeen Magazine in New York City. Um, It was my first experience living in New York, and you can just imagine the craziness that goes on at an editorial fashion internship. After we interned together, Lauren started her Instagram account, Lauren on Location, which now has over 30,000 people following her travels and life as an expat. I was always super impressed with how Lauren designed her own life, and I can't wait for you guys to hear from her. Today's episode is really positive and inspiring. It will also give you a little bit of a travel bug, which I know is hard right now. So if you feel like you need a little bit of extra motivation right now, I think you should definitely check this episode out. We talk about getting started, failure, and shifting your mindset and believing in yourself. With that, please welcome Lauren. Can you tell the audience about your journey as an expat over the past several years and where you've lived and why you decided to move abroad? You know, it's pretty funny because I feel like I know you personally from my past life, (laughs) Um, which when I think about that, you know, it wasn't that long ago in the big picture, but um, so much has changed since the time that we met in New York City. And yeah, I mean, I guess it all kind of boils back to that time, really, when I was working in New York and, you know, I saw myself going into a corporate job and it's what I wanted, you know, that's what I was told was the next step after graduating. And I just had this mindset of like, getting in at the bottom and working super hard to get to the top. And I was okay with that. But I realized that it was me looking at my life as I'm just going to keep working, working, working until one day I can have more vacation days and, you know, work up to have those vacation days and one day work to have a salary that allows me to travel more and go see the world and, you know, be able to use that time off wisely. And just like climbing this corporate ladder to live for this arbitrary future that, I saw for myself. And I don't know, something just hit me one day. I it was after I came home from studying abroad. And I had just a little taste of what it was like to live abroad. And I realized like, why am I waiting for this future, which I know it sounds so morbid and terrible, but this future that's not guaranteed this future that, you know, so much can change between now and this future that I'm planning for myself? And why am I living to plan for something that I can have now? (laughs) You know, and I just experienced it studying abroad. And it was kind of this wake up call of like, oh, I don't have to wait for all of the things that I want. All I have to do is intentionally make 
you know, make the moves and take the actions to do it now. Um, and so that was really the reason behind why I moved abroad. And my first stop was Spain. Um, that was, you know, right after I graduated, that's where I had studied abroad. And so I knew that I really wanted to get back and spend some more time there because I had had kind of the study abroad, you know, student experience, but I really wanted to experience like life as a local real life abroad, which I got a taste of, but it just wasn't my experience at the time. Um, and then from Spain, I moved down to Chile um, for three years. I was there for three years. And after spending so much time in Europe, I knew I really wanted to sp- explore um, South America. But I also knew that for me, you know, South America, I wanted it to be more than just a week long trip. I really wanted to immerse myself in the culture, get to know South America. And so I moved down for six months, which turned into three years. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and then after Chile, uh, I had a little quick stint at home, but I was home for a few months and knew right away that I wanted to move again. My boyfriend had just been transferred to Liechtenstein in Europe, which is kind of a crazy place. But um, we lived there for a few months. And yeah, now I'm back in Spain. And so it's kind of been a crazy trip around the world up until this point. But yeah, always looking for the next new place that I can explore. (laughs) I love that you were able to think about living intentionally right after college. I feel like a lot of people think about that, but don't really get there until later in life sometimes. And so Mm. the fact that you sort of thought about that um, from, from college is really cool. And I have appreciated all of your travel posts and um it's definitely given me um the travel bug a lot of times so that's cool that you were able to like really make that jump so early on yeah I'm really that makes me happy because that's basically the purpose and everything I do is really just to inspire and motivate others to you know whatever it is doesn't have to be traveling but just take the moves to accomplish whatever it is that they truly want. So (laughs) definitely. And really tactically, how did you find your first job abroad? And um, what were some of the like the biggest challenges in moving and not just moving to one country, but then moving to a second totally different continent? How did you find those jobs and navigate those moves? Yeah, so I've actually had quite a few jobs in my career path has evolved so much in the past few years. But my first step, which I think is a step that a lot of people take, you know, when first going abroad and first kind of trying to find a sustainable way to support themselves throughout the process was teaching English. And I'm a huge, huge, huge advocate of that. I think especially for native English speakers. I mean, we definitely are at an advantage in that way that um, we have that opportunity and that English is a sought after language. So it allows us, you know, these opportunities in different places. Um, That being said, because it is available to us, I always tell people that if they're not sure about what they want to do, if they're having trouble figuring out a sustainable way to move abroad, to try that out. Because at least for me, like I knew it was never going to be a long-term thing. I wasn't necessarily passionate about teaching English. I have friends who are and are, who are still teaching English to this day. And that's amazing. Um, but for me, it, it was just kind of that stepping stone. 
Um, and so that actually allowed me to live in Spain and in Chile. That was my, my first step to living in Spain. I taught English for two years and then I taught English in Santiago for my first year before transitioning into my marketing job. And so that's like, I started my blog on the side and was, you know, doing all of these things on the side to continue with my marketing experience and to continue kind of growing my brand and sharpening my skills. But English was always the thing that I fell back on to really like pay the bills, pay the rent. And so, yeah, that was the first step. Since then, I've gone remote. And so I have worked in marketing for a while, um, did some freelance digital marketing work, uh, helps people kind of outline their strategies for finding clients, mostly for startups, and recently have made the move over to launching my own coaching business. And so now that's my main focus. And yeah, that allows me to be completely location independent, which I love. And it also allows me, since my boyfriend does move quite often for work, that it allows me to bring my work with me and not have to continually change and look for something new. And yeah, it just opens a lot of doors to be able to really work from anywhere. Um, it's nice too, because, you know, I can go home and visit family, visit friends and not have that weight of having to take vacation days in order to do those things. So yeah. definitely. And I want to hear more about the coaching business. But before we jump into that, um, how did you manage having a side hustle and, you know, having this blog, building that up and really creating this engaged social media following on the side? You know, it's funny because a lot of people ask me that. And obviously, I, I've helped my clients do it as well. And there are such strategies and um, ways to build a following in a community. But for me, it was really just something I stumbled upon in the beginning. And when I started my blog, I really had no intentions at all of creating an income with it or, you know, taking it seriously. It was just like this hobby that I was passionate about. And I think I mentioned this before, but it really was all rooted in just inspiring other people to make the move or to travel long term or to go abroad. And so that's really why I started it in the first place. Um, and it just happened to be that at the time, moving to Spain was becoming more and more popular because of the English teaching opportunities here. And I started writing about that and just my personal experience, what I was doing, how other people could do it. And people started reaching out, people started showing interest in it, they wanted to know more. And it was kind of just this snowball effect uh, that really just connected me to other people who were looking to have similar experiences. And there wasn't a lot of information out there at that point of how to do this. And I realized that there was just kind of this hole um, that people were trying to fill with information. And I happened to have that information because I was living the experience. And so I just, yeah, continued from there realized that I really loved it, that it was something I was passionate about. And so I just continued writing, um, connecting with more people. I got my first marketing job here in Madrid and was their blog and social media manager. And so that just kind of 
helped with my own journey as well um, and sharpening those skills. And so, yeah, that's kind of how it all started. Now I'm wondering if I even answered your question. (laughs) No, you definitely did. It sounds like just getting started, you know, posting about an experience that's relevant to you and all of these things, it sounds like have just built on top of each other over the past few years. And Hmm, so I feel like there are so many strategies, but a lot of it is just getting started. Yeah. I mean, step one is always just getting started. You know, you can't get anywhere if you don't start and action and just consistently taking action. If you, someone said something the other day, I can't remember who it was, but there's no way to fail if you just keep going. You know, if you keep going and intentionally working towards something that you're passionate about, you can't fail. And failing is really what you make of it anyway. You know, it's not object or it's not subjective. Um, Now I'm getting confused. It is... (laughs) It's your, um, I guess, feelings around failing is really all it is. And if you don't believe you're failing and are continuing to work, then you're not failing, if that makes sense. (laughs) Definitely. Well, one thing I always like to ask is, tell me about a time that you did have a failure now that we're on the topic of failing and learning from those experiences um, and sort of an experience that you've had with that. So that's interesting on, again, I guess what you consider to be a failure. Um, I saw, and I don't even want to call it a failure because again, I think everything is a learning experience and it can only be a fail if you call it a fail. But for me, I guess, I mean, I I actually haven't really talked about this yet, but I guess getting fired, I was fired um, a little over a year ago now from a job that I was working at for a little over two years. Um, and it was, it was pretty, I think, uh, mutual <laughs> in the end. But, you know, I ended up choosing my location independent lifestyle over staying in one place and continuing with the job I had at the time. And really what happened was they ended up pulling the plug for me because I made the choice of leaving and transitioning to location independent and it ended up just not working out because the entire team was in one place and I was the only one off on my own. And so that's why I say I can't even really chalk that up to a fail because it's the reason for why I really did transition into being my own boss, transition into starting my own business. Everything that I have right now and am working towards right now goes back to that moment, that really crappy moment of being fired, which obviously doesn't feel good, but it was the right thing. It was really, you know, what I needed at the time to propel me into what I was meant to be doing. And so I don't even really chalk it up to a fail, but I guess like in the traditional sense of the word, being fired is definitely a fail. (laughs) Well, thank you for sharing that. I certainly has been like a catalyst for a lot of everything that you're doing now. And so everything that you said before about turning these types of 
events into positive growth opportunities um, has certainly been true. So can you tell me more about your coaching business and how that got started and why you started that? Yeah, of course. Um, and so this is my my latest project. Um, yeah, it's it's just, you know, I realized that it's actually something I've been doing for a long time. And what I always wanted to do, I just didn't know what it was or what the name for it was, you know? And again, like going back to my blog and everything, it all just came from this desire to inspire others to follow their dreams. And so for me, just traveling and living abroad and all of these experiences that I've had have completely shaped who I am today and have really just changed my life and led to my own personal transformation. And so what I do with my coaching is I really want to provide that experience for other people. And I like to say, show them the possibility in their pipe dream. So a lot of people like see this, you know, picking up and moving abroad or traveling abroad as this thing that is just a pipe dream. It's imaginary. It's something that they can't have. It's something that other people can do, but for some reason, it's out of their um, reach. And what I really aim to do is show people that that's not true and that if it's something they're really committed to making their reality, it can be done. And so just showing them the possibility there, showing them that I've done this now multiple times that I've met so many people from so many different walks of life, so many different situations that have also made it work. And so if it's something that they really want to make work, it can happen, you know, and and there's so many possibilities out there if we just truly believe in them and work towards them. And so my blog was allowing me to do that kind of on a larger scale. But what I found is that a lot of people are missing that accountability aspect and that support that coaching provides. And so you can research until you're blue in the face. You can, you know, look up all the different options and have a plan. But a lot of the time, it's that fear or the resistance that's keeping you from going forward and keeping you from actually making the steps towards making that dream or that, you know, goal or reality. And so what coaching does is it not only helps you recognize those things for what they are, fears and doubts and resistance that is coming from within you. It's not something that's actually holding you back if you don't let it. And then it also provides that level of accountability that, you know, if you tell someone else that you're going to do something, it increases your chances crazy. I think it's like 95% or something that you will actually follow through on what you say you're going to do. Whereas if it's only yourself that you have to answer to, it's way easier to be like, oh yeah, tomorrow. Oh yeah, tomorrow. But if you know someone's going to be checking in and saying, well, why didn't you do this? Why haven't you made the move? Why haven't you taken the next step? You're more likely to follow through. And so, yeah, that's kind of where this coaching business of mine was born. That's great. Yeah, definitely the accountability piece, I'm sure helps a lot of people get to sort of taking that next step. And just Mm. talking through it with somebody who's done it before many times um, would help so much. Do most of your clients have dreams of going abroad? Is that what you're finding with a lot of your clients? Or what other types of questions or concerns do they have about their career and development? 
Yeah. So I mostly work with women who want to move abroad, whether it's either moving abroad or traveling long term. But most of my clients are women who are looking to have similar experiences. And I have worked with other people. I've worked with couples. I've worked with men. And I've worked with people around marketing, business, things like that. But what I really focus on, and again, what I'm really passionate about is helping people to have these experiences that myself have made all the difference, transformed who I am as a person, uh, allowed me to just live a happier life in general. Um, And that for me has been through these abroad experiences. But um, I find that you know, whatever it is that people are struggling with, it really boils down to mindset a lot of the time and what you believe is possible for yourself. And so when I said, you know, seeing possibility in your pipe dream, even just calling it a pipe dream, and that's kind of why I use that word is because if you see it as a pipe dream and you think of it as something that is unattainable or something that you can't have, It's not going to happen. But if you see it as something that you deserve, that you're worthy of, that you believe is yours already, then you can make it happen. And so it's all about shifting the mindset to really being more confident, believing in yourself, moving forward with that intentional action that's going to get you to where you want to be, whatever that is. And so I've worked with people on their money mindset. Um, their marketing mindset, sales, you know, like that sticky feeling of going out and actually finding clients. Um, And what I've found that I'm most passionate is helping people with this mindset around moving abroad. Because a lot of the times the things that you think are holding you back aren't actually holding you back. It's not the money. It's not the job. It's not, you know, your significant other or your apartment or your house or your pet. It's like all of these different excuses that we say are the real reason for why we can't do something. And none of those are the excuse. I've met people who have moved abroad with their dogs. I've met, you know, I'm working with um, a single mom right now who is going to be moving abroad with her daughter. And so it's like, there's all these different situations and people will make it happen if it's what they really want and they're truly committed to it. And so it's first just noticing that, that it is something you can have and there is possibility in that pipe dream if you are willing to believe it and willing to work towards it. Wow, I love that. And it's just that mindset sort of shift applies to any area of your life, regardless of what you do in your life. You know, you can apply these types of techniques to your everyday. Anywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Has there been a favorite part of your business so far? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's all about witnessing these transformations and getting to these breakthroughs with my clients where they finally feel and see and believe that they can have this thing. And it, it really is, it's like an energy shift. Uh, you can really witness the, the shift during the session where it's no longer the resistance kicking in. It's no longer these fears speaking for them, but a more empowered version of themselves that is like, ready to commit at any cost and just make it a reality and just witnessing that shift and knowing that what I'm doing and what I'm dedicating myself to is helping them get to that point 
is just the most fulfilling thing in the world because for years I've been screaming from the rooftops about how amazing I think living abroad and traveling abroad and just, you know, getting outside of your circumstances that you've had your whole life and experience something else. I just think that everyone should do it at some point in their lives if they can. And so this is my way to actually impact that and actually help people make it a reality. And so, yeah, I mean, for me, just like the best job in the whole world. And I wake up every day and write down what I'm grateful for. And it's always one of the things that I'm grateful for that, you know, my passion is helping other people pursue their passions. And to me, there's nothing better than that. So that's great. And it shows in your work. We were interns together at 17 magazine. Do you have a favorite moment from that summer, uh, that crazy summer in the 17 magazine closet? So funny, you should bring that up because I actually think so. My favorite memory with 17 is actually after our summer. And of course, it goes to a travel experience, obviously. Um, which I actually went back to 17 the following winter session. My school worked on trimesters, and so I had a winter session. And they happened to be shooting the swimsuit edition down in Miami, I think in January or something like that. And so I had stayed in touch with the editors there and ended up going down as their intern and going to this on-location shoot, which is so funny because obviously now my Instagram, my blog, this whole like persona that I've created for myself is Lauren on location. And so I didn't know what on location meant before that experience. And they told me, you know, on location shooting is when you actually go to the place instead of using green screens, instead of shooting in a studio, you actually go and shoot on location. And that kind of just always stuck with me. I was like, wow, that's amazing. That's such a cool experience to be able to have. And years later, it became my blog name, Lauren on Location, because that's what I'm always doing is going to these places and, you know, taking myself out of the studio, out of the office and actually learning through these experiences of being on location. And so, yeah, um, I would have to say that that's probably my, my favorite memory from 17. Wow. I love that. I feel like that's um, way cooler than the memories I have of 17. That I'm thinking back on now, a lot of them were like sorting through jewelry in the closet and like unknotting all of the necklaces. So that is very cool that you got to go on location and how it sort of became your blog name. Yeah, yeah. And where can everyone find you? Well, yeah, you can find me um, on Instagram, Lauren on location, play on words there. Um, and also my blog is also just laurenonlocation.com. Um, I love a good alliteration. I love a good, you know, like play on words. And so that name has stuck uh, with me. And I even have some people that just refer to me as Lauren on location, which I've always thought was pretty funny. So yeah, I love connecting with new people. And that's mostly where you can find me on Instagram. I am always around. <laughs> amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time today and for sharing all of your work and amazing abroad experiences. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming yeah, on the show. Thank you. thank you so much for having me. <laughs> this was fun. <laughs> 
Thank you so much to Lauren for joining the coffee chat. It was so much fun to learn about how Lauren planned and took action for each step in her life as an expat and starting her own coaching business. You can find Lauren on Instagram at Lauren on Location. She just launched a new group coaching session called Dreamers to Doers. It's a three-month group program that takes you from feeling unmotivated and isolated to inspired and supported. If you feel stuck and need motivation or an accountability partner, Lauren is the perfect motivator and partner for you. I'll be linking everything in the show notes. Here's my favorite takeaway from my interview with Lauren. Lauren had a really fresh perspective on failure. As someone that hates the word failure and it makes me anxious to even just think about, she put a really positive spin on it by describing how failure is really what you make of it and that it's not necessarily failure if you are intentionally moving in a direction that you're passionate about. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like the show, please leave us a review and subscribe. You can also find us on Instagram at the Coffee Chat Podcast. Thanks so much for joining. See you next time.